And now your host, me, because I don't have an announcer, Philip Riccobono. Two, one. Hey, everybody. This is a special release, uh, early release of ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast number 19. This is Philip Riccobono. On an early morning here in South Korea where I just received word that Manny Ramirez has signed a minor league contract with the Texas Rangers. Um, I had the opportunity to talk with the founder of the website, Manny Does Taiwan. Brandon Dubray joined me last week. But again, Manny Ramirez left Taiwan on June 21st, nine days premature of his contract ending, hoping to sign with a major league team. Um, the Rangers have signed him to a minor league deal. Apparently, he will report on July 4th, Thursday, July 4th. It is already Thursday, July 4th here in Korea. Happy 4th, everybody. But uh, big news uh, coming out of the Pacific Rim. Manny returns to the States to play ball. Brandon Dubray, everyone. All right, I'm being joined by Brandon Dubray now, creator of Manny Does Taiwan. He tracked Manny's every step and every move. Um, I would have to say he knows the most about Manny Ramirez out of any of the foreigners in Taiwan. Uh, Brandon, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, so take us through, uh, first off, the highlights uh, offensively and some of the funny things that Manny did that stick out in your mind in the three months that he spent in Taiwan. Oh, geez, where to begin? Uh, it was it was a roller coaster while he was here. It was just so much fun. Uh, I guess the, the biggest highlight would have to be that home run he hit where the announcer just went wild after and compared the ball leaving the park to his uh, to an ex-girlfriend leaving him and never returning. <laughs> um, I was actually watching that game live on TV, and it, it, obviously all the broadcasts are in Mandarin. And when he switched to English to say that, I just kind of stood like I was I was shocked. And I just looked at my friend. Did he just say that in English? <laughs> like I think he did. I had to go on online and you know replay it a few times to make sure that's actually what he said. Um, but yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights. Um, another one would be him putting on that Hulk uniform. Um, they, uh, they had to take a train ride down, down Taiwan's East coast and their coach, uh, decided to do like a, you know, a Tampa Bay Devil Rays, Joe Madden kind of thing. And they all wore costumes. So all the rookies dressed up and Manny put on this huge, incredible Hulk suit. They considered him so, a rookie. They did. They considered a 41 year old, 12 time all-star rookie. And was, I just think that shows that, um, you know, it was good on Manny to, to play along as a rookie, he could have pulled the, you know, I've hit 555 career home runs card, no problem, right? But the, um, he played along. The one thing that sticks out in my mind is when he uh, stopped short at second and broke up the double play. <laughs> yeah, that was actually the same night of that train ride, or or the next day, I guess. They took the train on Thursday. That game was on a Friday, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> well, he did break it up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he would have been safe if he just kept going, though. So definitely a lot of Manny being Manny moments. Um, why did you create the site? Can you take us through the genesis of it? Yeah. Um, well, actually, it was kind of out of frustration out of the uh, lack of English information available from the uh, from the team, the Rhinos, and the CPBL in general. Um, obviously, there's not a big English population here, so they don't really focus on it that much. But once Manny uh, signed on, they, obviously everyone was talking about it. All the foreigners wanted to know about when he's coming to town and all that. So I remember I, I got in contact with the Rhinos to ask about a question. And 
I wasn't getting any straight answers and I just decided, hey, you know, I love sports. I've always wanted to try sports uh, writing and, and and that was it. So, yeah, I just created it. Um, was he basically a flat out rock star the three months that he was there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. Absolutely. Uh, as, uh, pictures I see of him everywhere he went, there was always people around. He had to have his own like security with him. I, near the end, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but all the news, local news were saying that he was living in a uh, $1,500 a night U.S. penthouse by the end of it um, in, in the top of a hotel that was owned by um, by the Ida Corporation. Is so Ida World? Uh, the hotel? Yeah. I heard it was the Crown Plaza okay. in Kaohsiung, but I'm, I'm not sure. That was never really confirmed by the team. Um, okay. Are you familiar with uh, RJ, uh, who's the I would say the number one super fan in Taiwan? He follows the Lamigo monkeys around. It's basically uh, his cheer is go go Lamigo. Yeah, I met him. I met him at uh, actually it would have been Manny's last game. Um, I was at the game. Uh, it was a Sunday a couple of weeks back in Taoyuan, and I met I met RJ that day. Well, I I had gone into Taiwan in mid May, and we went. We went out one night and tried to find Manny. We, we, we entitled it Finding Manny. And <laughs> RJ is very vocal. I mean, he was screaming at the top of his lungs in subway stations, where's Manny? We went into night markets, where's Manny? We didn't find Manny, but we had a lot of fun along the way. And, and uh, RJ, you'll see that in, in the documentary. Um, if I get back to Taiwan, I'd like to definitely interview you on, on camera about this whole thing and, and the fans in, in Taiwan. Um, I don't know if you know, my documentary is going to be about the baseball fans here in Korea. They are extraordinary, to say the least. Yeah. Um, if you come here for a game, you'll see what I mean. It's very organized. There's cheerleaders hired by the teams and a head cheerleader, cheerleader much like Taiwan, but I would say a much bigger volume of people um, yeah. and songs. and It's almost like being at a European soccer game. Yeah. But um, anyhow, we did go out and try to find Manny. Did you find Manny? <laughs> I didn't. Um, I, I tried relentlessly to get a sit down with him or anything, a phone call. Uh, and he, he said from, from day one, uh, this is what the information I was told, was that from day one he said he would not talk to any international media. He would do very, uh, very short and quick interviews with the local media. Um, I saw one local uh reporter who, who obviously does ta news in mandarin but she asked him a few english questions and that's the only thing i saw the entire time um did he respond? i had press sorry did he respond in english he did yeah yeah he did but okay. they were like very short you know nothing there was no depth to the questions at all um i actually had uh, clearance and everything from the cpbl they were very supportive and helpful. I had media credentials for any time I wanted to go to the game. Um, but the Rhinos, the way it works here is the players don't necessarily have to be made available after the game. Mm -hmm. They have nothing. There's no mandatory press conference or anything. It's all up to the team. And the Rhinos just kept denying every request I would make to even talk to other players on the team or talk to the coach. Yeah, I, uh, I, I tried to. I went through his agent, Barry Praver, and uh, he didn't even relay the message to him, but, yeah. uh, so yeah, he was, uh, elusive. He, you know, he he kind of became like that the last year or two in MLB. I think after the Dodgers, 
mm-hmm. he went to the White Sox, and Manny, being Manny, um, requested an interpreter. He would only speak in Spanish, which was yeah. kind of strange. Um, and then after that, I don't even know if anybody really wanted to interview him. <laughs> so, but yeah, but I've yeah. noticed that the, the only real interview he's done since was uh, again in Spanish with uh, ESPN uh, Deportes. So. I guess he's just done with the English media. <laughs> yeah. Um, he looked real happy on TV. He looked like he was fitting into the team. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was joking around. They had, you know, handshakes with uh, several different maneuvers and things mm-hmm. going on. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. From uh, I mean, from what I saw, he looked like he was really enjoying himself and he fit right in. Um, I did end up talking to a couple guys on the team. One was uh, Zach Hammes. He's their closer, and he had nothing but uh, rave reviews to say about Manny as a teammate. Um, and the other one is Dallas Williams Jr. Uh, he's their hitting coach, who was also Manny's coach at the Red Sox uh, back in 2003, I believe. Um, and, yeah, they have nothing but positive things to say about Manny. Um, even after he left, I talked to Zach again, and he said, no hard feelings. Um, you know, Manny played hard every day. He he was a great teammate. He answered all the all the uh, questions and helped everybody else. You know, he wished the team all the best in the future and and everything like that. So he definitely he definitely seemed to enjoy himself. He was a good teammate. Um, and yeah, he looked like he was having a blast. Um, it looked like he was kind of invigorated by baseball again. Yeah, he did look good. Um, were there any talks around the island about? Uh... Uh, you know, steroids or HGH or anything like that. And what's the testing policy in the CPBL? As far as I know, they have to pass a test at the beginning of the year, but I don't think there's any more throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure about that. Um, but he did have to pass a drug test just to get a work visa here. Okay. Um, uh, so people, there was, there was talk about that when he came. Uh, and it was reported on that he did pass, obviously, and, and all that. Um, but I'm not really sure how rigorous their their drug testing is in the CPBL itself. Now you mentioned that um, you know they they denied interviews to you. Um, now here in Korea, media is uh, not allowed in the clubhouse at all before game, after game. It's not like MLB right. where it's uh, opened up uh, before and after the game usually. Um, what about over there? Uh, from what I've seen, the players have to come out and be make themselves available. Um, in a separate press conference room. Let's go to a listener question right here. Sure. Uh, Jin Bak from Korea asked, does he have a plan to play in Korea? As far as I know, uh, that was not on his list. Um, his, his first uh, option right now is the MLB, but we're going on a week and a half now uh, with with nothing. Um, I, keep, I search still every day for reports, and you know there was a, a loose report of him the Yankees being interested, and the latest one I saw was the Pirates, but those are those are not um, those are not official at all. And then he quoted that he would be interested in going to Japan if nothing comes of of uh, of the MLB. I, I, I have not heard him mention Korea, though. I heard him mention that he wanted to go to Japan, kind of end his career in Japan back when he was with the Dodgers mm-hmm. after. He re-signed with them. He said, yeah, you know, he, he would want to go there. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but I do remember that. Uh, in terms of coming here to Korea, 
um, who knows? Um, the, the, the thing is, there's only two guys allowed on each roster, two foreign players, and all, mm. the, all the teams already have uh, two guys on their rosters. Now, there's a third team. Uh, there's, there's the ninth team in the league, the NC Dinos, who can have three foreigners on their roster. But again, I don't know if they're going to waive somebody uh, or let them go. From what I understand, the money here is guaranteed to these foreign guys coming over. So I don't think they're going to be so quick to cut somebody. Um, okay. The other thing is um, I did check with one assistant GM uh, last weekend, kind of right after Manny had left Taiwan, and they had no interest in him at all. Uh, they said they wanted somebody who's hungry, and they just didn't think he fit that profile. So okay. I don't know if that's going to be the case with all the teams, but as of right now, I, d I don't see him coming over here. Brandon, anything else you want to mention about this whole experience and how you can categorize it? I would say bizarre and <laughs> entertaining, yet... De definitely entertaining. <laughs> um, I, I've, I've had a ton of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, promising, I think. Um, I've learned a lot myself. Uh, I, my background as a writer is, is quite uh, thin. I, I did some writing for for McGill University Athletics um, and some some uh, minor, so not even minor league baseball. Um, just how do I say amateur baseball? Amateur baseball in Nova Scotia. Um, but I haven't been writing for five years, so um, yeah, it was been entertaining uh, for myself and I think for for others as well. I was kind of shocked at the amount of attention that that Manny is still getting. Um, when I created the website, I didn't know how people would respond to it, but um, I think I wrote an article after his debut, and I I, I sent a tweet to Buster Olney at ESPN, mm -hmm. and he was he immediately retweeted, and uh, you know I had I had uh, thousands of hits on my site within within just the hour of him retweeting that, and that's when I really realized like I might be onto something here. Um, and when was and that? that? At what? At what could you give, you have a rough estimate around what date that was? Um, at right at last week of March. Okay. Um, twenty fifth, twenty seventh, I believe. So it was right around um, when he signed. It was right after his actual his, his actual debut. De oh, debut. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the the night of. I guess he made his. It was a Wednesday, I think, a Wednesday night. Uh, in the last week of March, he made his debut. I wrote a quick article, and then uh. Uh, sent it around Twitter, and then and yeah, that really got some attention. Did he? Did how many hits did you get in this whole Manny process? This whole his whole tenure in Taiwan. Uh, close to seventy thousand. Wow. In three months, I guess it's been three months, three and a half months. I'm still getting surprisingly two hundred and fifty, three hundred a day. <laughs> I think just people checking back or seeing if anything. So. I want to be, keep posting, but right now there's just no news about Manny. Um, there's nothing. I don't want to write about false Twitter reports because yeah. they're, they really usually just come, you know, they don't come do anything. So um, I'm trying to keep people updated because there are still people checking, checking out my website. But as of right now, there's just nothing to update them on. So what, so what grade do you give them in this whole experience? In Taiwan? Yeah. I, uh, uh I'd like to give him an A plus, except I'm kind of disappointed in the way he left the team. Um, and and I, the reason I say that is I don't know what it's like in Korea, but the Taiwan season has a half season champion. Yes. And uh, that just finished this weekend. So after 60 games, 
the the leader of the league gets an automatic buy to the playoffs. And he led them to that half season championship. Is that correct? Pretty much, but they were right in the thick of uh they were only up by one game on on the second place, the the uni uh seven eleven Lions. And, I love the and, names of these teams. Oh yeah, that that was a longer one. Uni President Seven Eleven Lions or something. Um, but he he left them after fifty six games, I think was it. Uh, so meaning he left them four games before the um, the mid season mark. Uh, so I, I and his contract was until the mid season mark. Right. So essentially, he broke off his contract and left his teammates in the middle of a pennant race with four games left. So that kind of uh, Sorry, he played 49 games, but I think there was, yeah, three or four for injury and whatnot. So, um, yeah, about five games left in the season. He just, in the half season, he just left. Uh, luckily for the Rhinos, they went on a, a little winning streak and they did win the uh, half season championship. So, um, that ended up uh, well for them. But, yeah, I, I just think he could have stuck out one more week. <laughs> I don't think it would have made a difference in his attempt to get an MLB contract. So, well, um, it's Manny being Manny. It is Manny, and that's exactly what it was, Manny being Manny and, again. And they, you know, I read homesickness. Did you hear anything else differently? The, no, the, the I, I didn't. The main reason for him leaving? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, other than I read somewhere that he thinks he has a better shot of landing an MLB contract by being in the States. Um, so I think that homesickness tied into the, yeah. you know, I'm just. I, I've I've heard. I can't confirm this that he is in New York, uh, working out and and just kind of hoping and waiting for a call. Hmm. Uh, not sure how long he's going to wait before he decides on Japan because I think there is serious interest in Japan. Well, I spoke so. to one writer last week, Jason Koski of the Japan Times, and he said that the that Chibe Lote Marines did. Yeah, they did say they were somewhat interested. They wanted a yeah. power hitter. But they, I don't think they ever named him. They, no. So it was like people were led to believe because they said they were looking for a power hitter. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, it wasn't really all like that serious type of thing. Um, and then they yeah. just signed someone last week. Uh, they, they did sign a power hitter. So, oh, they um, did? Yeah, the Chibalote Marines. So he wouldn't go there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird if this is the end of his career professionally um it would be great for taiwan <laughs> yeah go down in, in taiwan's baseball history absolutely i mean it will anyway um yeah it'll be really interesting the way foreigners work here in taiwan seems a little different than korea you said the money's guaranteed there it's from, not from here what I'm at told, all yeah from what I've, I've spoken to players that's what they that's a big motivating factor for them to go over here in Korea, yeah, it's not here at all. They're they're ruthless here. One bad start will get you cut, um, and they'll just bring in the next guy. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I heard a case where a guy who won a championship recently uh, didn't even get his ring, a foreigner. <laughs> so, doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're quite ruthless when it comes to that here. So um, it'll be interesting, you know, because they could easily. Um, put him back on a roster. And there's been no reports to that whatsoever. But if nothing comes in the next two months, would he come back for the playoffs? Who knows? Who knows? 
We'll that would see. be the that would be a, a heck of a story if it did. <laughs> you know what I could also see him doing is maybe playing independent ball. Like uh, there's an Atlantic League. Uh, yeah. With the, with the there's Team Newark Bears and the Long Island Long Ducks. Island. Yeah. Long so. They have Vladdy on their roster right now. Vla- Vladdy's still on that roster. He's still hacking it, at everything. But I, I know he's not playing. He's on the roster, but he. Okay. Uh, last I read, he has some. Um, some personal issues to take care of in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. He hasn't reported to the team yet, but he is uh, their property. So, yeah, they they love they seem to really enjoy taking chances on players like, uh, well, like a Manny, Vladdy kind of thing. It also helps them sell tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's a big reason too, right? Did you get to the airport at all and, and see the send off? No, because he left at a Gaoshang. Okay, um, and that is down south, right? Uh, if you, you went Manny, when you said you went looking for Manny. In Kaohsiung. We actually yeah. looked in Kaohsiung, yes. Yeah. So that was, you know, that's five hours, uh, four or five hours by car south of where I am. So um, it would have been, I knew it was a zoo. And from the pictures I saw, it was, it, it was pretty crazy. So, uh, yeah, I didn't make it down. Did you post any on your website? Of the pictures? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. I don't know why. I should. Yeah, I was interested in seeing that. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll get on that. All right. Any? What are you working on next? Who's the next guy to come over there to get a website? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I just saw today that uh, one of the, the that uni Seven Eleven team signed Nelson Figueroa. Do you remember him? Rings a bell. <laughs> Nelson Figueroa. He he's played played for ten different MLB teams as a pitcher. But yeah, I don't know if Nelson does Taiwan will bring in quite the uh, amount of interest that Manny did. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll. <laughs> Maybe they'll never see another superstar like that again. Probably not. So, uh, and other than that, I'm just hoping. I'm I'm kind of secretly hoping that he does go to Japan, and I I would probably keep the website going. Um, mm-hmm. obviously from Japan, but or from Taiwan, because that's that's you know I can't just move there. Right. But uh, I would get some local help for sure. I've already been in contact with a couple guys who are interested. Okay. Sounds and uh, good. yeah, I, I already, I already have the uh, the rights to mannydoesjapan.com. So all right, well, there you go. <laughs> don't don't there. try don't try going to GoDaddy, anyone. It's taken. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you um what? Oh, you, you said you had all those hits, seventy thousand hits. Did you try to capitalize and get sponsorship? I did, uh, just through through Google Ads, and they kept. They weren't interested. It kept getting rejected for some reason. Wow. Um, said my, my, my blog wasn't broad enough and it was only focused on, on baseball. They, they don't do that. So I don't know why. Um, I did get to write an article, a freelance article for Sports on Earth, mm-hmm. if you know anything about Sports on Earth. I think I saw um, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was good. That was, that was also one of the highlights of, of, my, uh, of definitely Manny being here. So, um, Yeah. How do listeners get in touch with you? Uh, email. Email is great. Uh, Brandon Dubray, my full name, at uh, Outlook.com. Okay. And then your Twitter? Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is just uh, at Brandon Dubray. And your address and phone number. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that off the air for now. <laughs> All right. Hey, Brandon, thanks a lot for coming on. Really appreciate it. And uh, I appreciated your blog and, and keeping up with Manny. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, one other thing. Is there a possibility that you would do a website for the whole league? Because I uh, does the CPBL have an English link? Um, yeah, but nothing updates. It gives you like a league history and, and some other kind of um, 
yeah, useless information really. Um, I have been asked by some by some readers to kind of switch it that way, maybe a, an English blog for the CPBL, uh, maybe a heavier focus on the foreigners um, who come over or something like that. Uh, that's definitely something I'm considering. Um, but for now, I'm going to wait a week or so. Hopefully, Manny makes a move. Uh, if it's Japan, like I said, we'll go that route. And if it is in the States, then, uh, then yeah, maybe I will go a little uh, – more of a CPBL English blog. Yeah, you you may want to check out uh, Dan Kurtz's mykbo.net. The KBO does not have an English link. Some of the teams have English links, but the KBO in itself, the high, the league here, does not have an English-friendly uh, website. So yeah, he has yeah. taken it upon himself to give blurbs every day, stats, news. I mean, the guy's amazing. He's hooked me up with... Uh, uh, interviews for the documentary, just a, a great resource. He's been doing it for 10 years, so you may want to uh, check his website out and then uh, check out his Facebook group, uh, mykbo.net, or yeah. you can check him out on Twitter. A great guy to model uh, a CPBL type thing if you're going to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I will talk to him, see, sure. what he, see what kind of advice he has for that. And anytime you want to write for comingtoamericabaseball.com or put a video up or any, any, anything you want to do, uh, feel, feel free. Just let me know. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Okay, thanks, Phil. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, that was Brandon Dubray from Manny Does Taiwan, who kept up with Manny's every move, still keeping up with them. Uh, hopes to have uh, information on where he'll go next. On the next podcast, the next Coming to America Baseball.com podcast, we'll have Chris Seddon and JoJo Reyes, and I won't play favorites. I will have a coin toss to see who we'll put on first. There'll be both of those gentlemen uh, who I spent some time with uh, a few weeks ago at Munhawk Stadium. They showed me around. We had a great time, and uh, they'll be coming up soon. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me on the social medias, it is coming to A-M-E-R-B-B, uh, coming to A-M-E-R-B-B. That's Twitter. You can email me, phil, at comingtoamericabaseball.com, or go to the website, comingtoamericabaseball.com, leave a message, um, or you can go to Facebook and get me, comingtoamericabaseball.com, like our page. Special thanks, uh, as always, to Dan Kurtz, of my KBO for hooking me up with uh, a lot of information um, that I've been using for the documentary, the podcasts, and his contacts around the league. So from a muggy South Korea where there's no baseball tonight, it's Monday, we're dark every Monday, uh, hopefully the weather will hold out. There's some rain in the forecast for tonight and possibly uh, tomorrow. Enjoy baseball wherever you are. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.